It's all about hockey now. This is officially a hockey podcast. Do you hear me? It is officially a hockey podcast. New York hockey is back. It's the Rangers. We got Kane. We got Tarasenko. We're going to get Ovechkin. We're going to get Crosby. We're going to get Bobby Orr and Wayne Gretzky. It's over. We're winning the Stanley Cup. I don't care. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) welcome to a new way to introduce the... Uh, Football Stooges podcast. We're officially becoming a hockey podcast with one of my favorite hockey teams officially sealing the deal on winning the Stanley Cup, I'm proud to say. Um, I'm very excited. Usually I'm a Stars fan, but I always like to watch the Rangers and have the Rangers play, and they couldn't win it with Lundy, which is awful, but hey, you know, now we have Kane, now we're winning seven championships in six years, so. Drinking a Manhattan toast to New York. Uh, and let's get this party started, why don't we? Um, I don't know if I'm going to want to introduce this man because he's in a very sour mood being a Philly, Philadelphia Flyers fan, but uh, here comes uh, here comes Mastodon. Patrick Kane's 34. He's going to drop off after this year. Also, <laughs> Serskin is not going to get a Stanley Cup. You, uh, that defense is going to waste his haters, ass. Haters, haters. <laughs> haters because they ain't us. I mean, yeah. Where are you at also, in the standings right the now? Bruins. You got the Bruins. No, oh, no they'll all be hurt. They'll all be hurt. I'll, I'll get to that. Don't worry. They'll all be hurt by then. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, the man who I don't know. I, I don't know if he's big in hockey or not. Uh, the one only Mamba. Any any input bullshit, on the Blackhawks? Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> hey, I mean, you, thank what? you for Kane. Thank you for Kane. I love the that man. You know. I mean, he's he's past his prime now, so. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, he's gonna be doing shorter rotations. It'll still be great. Also, um, what what hockey podcast? Get that shit out of here! Oh come on, you know, come <laughs> on, come on. Gotta, to enjoy, gotta enjoy, gotta enjoy, gotta enjoy the hockey here. Yeah. Um, as a man who probably played hockey growing up, because he's basically Canadian, Gorlami. Hey, what's popping? I am taking a shot and saying a prayer in hopes that Cronwell comes out of retirement and kills every single last one of the Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as you can see, we have another spot open back to join the podcast once again. The resident Patriots fan, K Duff. Only a brick wall can stop the Rangers. Its name is Linus Ulmark and the Bruins. Okay. All right. Uh, all, right. all right. All right. We're having none of that now. We're having none of that. Also, I have to see, and these buffs are cool. But I mean, you know, you know I found these on the street. I didn't buy these. These were just on the street. You're what, a strange glasses? man. Sounds like a Rangers fan to me. <laughs> I mean, that's basically where we got Kane. That's basically yeah. where we got Kane, you know? He was just on the side of a Chicago subway, you know, not doing anything. He's he just got lost his okay, standards. How many Stanley Cups? Chicago won again? Two? Two? Right? Yeah, two. Uh, I'm not hockey. How many, how many are they going to win in the next ten years? Zero. Let me count. One, two, none. They won yeah. three, I'm just going to reminisce this entire podcast on Cronwall and how much I wish he was still playing. God. Just just yeah. imagine just imagine you're the poor bastard that got floored by Cronwall and the entire stadium just rips well, out. Who, you who, are you, who are you a main fan of? Because we got a Bruins fan, obviously, in K-Duff. We got the Philly fan, the Flyers, in Macedon. I'm usually a Stars fan, but they're not see, doing very well. See, and I, I like have the New lucky... York. But Dallas stars. I have the lucky privilege of being in Wisconsin that doesn't have a professional hockey team. 
So I could go three ways, but fuck Illinois, so I'm not going to cheer yeah, for them. fuck the Blackhawks. Um, so primarily Red Wings and then Wild. I like them both. Yeah. Okay. You can, say, you can say I have the Blackhawks or the Blackhawks. Oh Black Why does it always Hawks. involve dicks? <laughs> why? Why? Well, Every time. With the headlines uh, of nine year olds. That's why. Oh, geez. Also, I'd like to Yay. get it on Wisconsin for my uh, Cole Center souvenir cup. <laughs> I just don't have any beer, so this podcast is sponsored by Go Monster Blue. Okay. It's a cold Go Blue. Center. The fuck? Go Blue, buddy. You ain't winning shit this year in any also sport. Dallas Stars. Uh, actually, in hockey, we're doing really well, and I'm pretty sure we're doing better than Michigan in wrestling. So, suck my nuts. Oh my god, in wrestling! Let me wrestling. tune in to see the amount of viewers that watch college wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I like to see you take on Spencer Lee. Oh, I'm not suggesting that I do. I I'm just saying no. that the, <laughs> it's like the WNBA. I don't know if I could guard Sue Bird, but exactly, if I go around the United States and ask who is Sue Bird, most people are gonna go, who? Like, not a people watch it. I'll do respect. Oh, that's like great athletes. That's under a Amazing athletes. The popularity is very much Person, so loud. Personal opinion, I think wrestling's underrated, but I oh, grew sure. up wrestling, so that's why. Like, actual Rest- Olympic wrestling. Olympic I mean, well, it's, is it out of the Olympics? WWE. Or is it well, in? No, Olympic, it, it Olympic, is. Wrestling, or Olympic wrestling is a different or, style of wrestling to what you get in high school and college. Yeah, that and the Olympic because wrestling you're is freestyle. More throw? Yeah, okay. I thought it's like you're allowed more freestyle. Freestyle is weird. Um, in high yeah. school and college, it's folk style, so it's basically a combo of all of it. But so it's... you have to like strum a banjo and then put a guy in a full Nelson. When you cradle him, when you cradle him, you have to read him a lullaby. <laughs> Old Jack Horner like, sat in a quarter eating his humble pie. And if you blast double him, you have to give him concussion. That's a rule. If you don't give a kid a concussion on a blast double, you failed. <laughs> his head better uh, slam that mad so hard it hits the concrete. Yeah, I, I, I know the stars are doing pretty well, um, but it's the it's the stars. Like ever since '99, they haven't been up to par, and it's it's all just Seguin. It's all Seguin. It's entire Seguin. entire team. It's just you. For, you forgot no the otter. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but like it's still it's still up to singing and just oh yeah, you can score. That's really it. That's really I like to it. uh I like to take a step away from hockey and say go Bucks. I thought you hated Milwaukee. I hate the city. I like the Bucks. I like the Brewers. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But um they beat the Suns without Giannis, so that's an accomplishment. They're a good team. They're they're one of the few organizations that isn't constantly moving players and they're working on a nucleus of players doing well. They also um they signed Mason Plumley recently, who was yep. the guy that was on the Heat. He was doing pretty well. He was a starting and backup center that was a really developed game, and then he dropped an anti-Semitic slur while you know streaming on Twitch. Didn't know what it meant apparently. Jury's still out on that, but he's done a lot of restitution for it. And he was basically out of the league for two years for that, and now he's back. So we also got Jay Crowder, which I think was a good pickup. That yeah, that was that was a fucking awful deal. You guys gave up. What was it like? We five gave up two second round, but having five second round picks. There are two rounds in the NBA draft, ladies and gentlemen. Two rounds. You get two picks a year. The Bucks gave up five, four or five second round picks for a aging, yeah. washed up defensive specialist and streaky three point shooter. If you want to know how streaky, look at the finals. The last time the Suns were there, Jay Crowder was abysmal. He was a liability on that court. So. 
I don't think it's worth it. We don't have. We'll I don't see. think we have Grayson Allen anymore, which I'm actually glad. No, I, you, I, you do. God damn it! Yeah, he's a jackass. I I'm hate still, him so much. Uh, everyone still does. sitting here wondering how I, the Celtics landed. Like Blake he's Griffin. got, he's gotten better. Okay, okay, but hold I'll on. never, I, I'll never forgive him for what he was doing at Duke. Yeah. I am never. a, I'm a, I'm a Clippers fan, aka the Lob City name. I've been one for a long time. I actually watched Blake Griffin Clippers play. No, I, I, I watched Blake Griffin play in a basketball tournament in Oklahoma when I was really little. And he was insane. Oh, I've okay. watched him ever since. And I, so I kind of followed him. My family doesn't watch basketball. So I had a free reign to whatever team I want to join. There's no teams in Ohio anymore. Cleveland doesn't count. That's its own fucking horrible section of the world <laughs> that we don't talk about. Kind of like Their entire watching. economy runs on LeBron James. Uh, it's not great, but oh, um, Cleveland or you'll die. But the, the Blake Griffin mm. that you have in the Celtics is like Carl Malone on the Lakers with one leg. Oh yeah, he's I recognize he's not, not the same the guy. Same. I recognize he's lost he's not the like same guy. fifty pounds of muscle. He doesn't. He's slow now. He he doesn't. He can't jump anymore. He had a baby with an adult film actress that he still hasn't owned up for yet. Like, he's... Blake is not the same. I stopped following Blake after he was very wrongly treated by the Clippers organization, which yeah, is a whole I, other thing, but still. My, yeah, my uh, expectations were tempered, especially after our little experiment with Shaquille O'Neal uh, a few years ago, oh. so... Yeah. Oh. You had, like, 400-pound Shaq, and that was a bad Exactly, shit. I know. <laughs> I think the I think the garden would shake every time he walked down the court when he was in there. He took a step, and you think that yeah. place is coming down? <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, oh my God, Shaq's running the fast yeah, break. Yeah, I think I went to I think I went to one of the games he played with with my aunt, who's been like a season ticket holder with the Celts for fifty years years, and I could literally we're like in the nosebleeds, and we could feel the ground shake like every time he step, put a foot down. It was either him. They, they had a big team. KG, who's not hefty, but he's like seven feet tall playing power forward. You had yep. Shaq, who was a hefty motherfucker. Then you had Big Baby Davis and Kendrick Maybe Perkins. Davis. I think yeah. Kendrick might still have been there before he went to the – before he was taking up minutes in Oklahoma City. Which I think was, you're I, right, yeah. Yeah. That was – we're talking basketball a little bit. Again, we'll, we'll proceed with football in a little bit, but we're kind of letting the juice flow here. If we're talking basketball, the handling of the Oklahoma City Thunders – amazing draft class was horrible why they didn't take or ibaka move him to the five have kevin Durant play the four have tabo cephalosha play the two and harden the three and then russ westbrook at the one instead they had to let i think it was harden go off that team and then they kept Ibaka and Perkins. Why not just let Perkins go? Perkins won a big deal, and it could have easily, they could have easily kept Harden. But I mean, uh, yeah, the handling of that was. Bad. I know nothing. <laughs> all right. The number Let's... one thing I know about the NBA: you all wish you had the Greek freak. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you're yeah. a big deal when Shaq bestows his title onto you. I mean. Yeah, it... Uh, there's never going to be another Shaq, dude. He was special. No, no. Yeah, but Giannis, Giannis is his own. Giannis Shaq is his own. Shaq baby. would make Giannis look like a baby. All respect to Giannis. Giannis is pushing people around at what two fifty, maybe. I mean, Shaq was. Yeah, Shaq. He won. He won on one Shaq, yeah. and his prime Shaq's destroying him. 
Oh, I don't really yeah. understand the Shaq concept is gonna of like break people him. arguing like 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 yeah, Giannis is great, but could he have really played in Shaq's time? In all seriousness, yes, talented, talented. I mean, to every Shaq's era. time was not that long ago. Shaq's exactly. heyday was no, like Shaq was just a different breed. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, Shaq is the best one-on-one player in basketball history. Nobody's yes, stopping but, Shaq. Yes, yeah. but talent like translates to any era. Like people, like the same thing argument. Yeah. Like could LeBron right, have right now, Michael Jordan? Right now, yeah. right now in the NBA, Bill Russell would be amazing. You can't tell me an undersized yeah. no for nowadays there. center that specializes in rebounding, block shots, hustle plays, and playing Tom Thibodeau minutes at Mamba, like. I think he would the, be insane. I think the biggest proof of how good Shaq actually was was literally having an era called Hack a Shaq. Yeah, and they brought Send guys that man into the, the free throw line. They brought guys into the league just to the... foul them. Like, yeah, like it was crazy. Yeah. Anyway, let's guys go ahead whose and job get... it was to take fouls. <laughs> let's go ahead and get on a topic that we all know and love, and that this podcast is supposed to be about. Um, yeah. let's go Welcome ahead. to the hockey and basketball golf? stooges. Golf? Yeah. <laughs> golf? No, hell no. Um, week I love two. Golf. Week two of the uh, XFL. Um, we're going to cover that, give you a preview for week three, and then we're going to dive into the NFC North's offseason ranking prediction, summary evaluation, shitting on the Bears. So, um, shitting on the Bears, but uh, let's just ignore the Packers right now. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of, speaking of wanting to ignore something, I really want to ignore this score. Golly, um, yeah. Let's keep it zero, zero to zero. zero apparently, uh, let me refresh the page. Come on, XFL. Come on, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Now you got money. Fix there we go. There we go. Uh, the St. Louis Battlehawks beat the Seattle Sea Dragons 20 to 18. Um, not a good day for my Sea Dragons. I'm trying like to think of like sea a Dragons. They're own too. They're trash. I'm trying to think of like a you know like a way to say something like you know go Ravens caw caw or go Gators or like um, Sea Dragons. What noise go, do I make? Go, go Sea Dragons. Dragon, these nuts. Sea Dragon Deep <laughs> yeah. um, right I, I feel Those like this would fit the Vipers more, but True. Hey, you leave my Vipers alone. I mean I would, but the DC Defenders, we'll we'll get to that actually. Throwing lemons. Alright, um the uh, the old punter for the Packers used to be on the Venom. Uh, St. Louis Battlehawks 20, Seattle Sea Dragons 18, starting out with the Battlehawks. A.J. McCarron, the quarterback for them, former Bengal, a former dog. Alabama Crimson Tide. Absolute. Oh, um, 22 for 36, 184, a 5.1 passing average, one touchdown, no picks, three sacks. A very good performance from him. And he was their leading rusher. Five carries, 41 yards, one touchdown, an 8.2 average on the ground. A really good kind of you know, make it happen kind of guy for right now. Um, also, when they're running column for them, Mateo Durant, 13 for 34, no relation to Kevin, and Kareem Walker, 7 for 27, and Gary Jennings, 1 for 6. As far as receiving goes, Akeem Butler, 4 for 61 and 1 touchdown. Austin Prohl, 4 for 37. Um, Marcel Aitman, 3 for 23. Mateo Durant, 3 for 21. Kareem Walker, 2 for 13. Darius Shepard, 3 for 12. And George Campbell won for 11. Um, very, very even distribution of the football. 
Um, a lot of options, a lot of guys getting time, which is great to see in the league that's really trying to promote giving guys a chance. But also at the same time, great play by Adrian McCarron to just find the open guy and really get um, to him pretty well. Again, he had a pretty high completion percentage, 22 for 36, great performance, no interceptions, which for an XFL quarterback is a great thing, and a touchdown as well. Um, pretty good performance. Uh, definitely seems like a front runner for the XFL MVP. Which is again way too early to call, yeah. but like it's yeah, early. Too early. <laughs> An argument could definitely be made at this point for it. I'd say. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just, uh, another comeback for St. Louis. Another Sea Dragons choke. Wasn't there like a post? Yeah, getting it down the neck of the Sea Dragon has a lot of turns, so they tend to like just exasperate on their prey. Yeah. Hey, what did you say, Gorlami? All right, fuck the Sea Dragon. Uh, wasn't there a thing made of, like with McCarran how he took a pay cut? Like, the real reason he did it was so his sons could watch him play yep, or something? That's, that was the thing, yep. 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 Yeah. He could have made more money Good being a backup you know, in the NFL but decided to take a huge pay cut. So, well, I mean, he can still one, go and be one, a backup no, in the NFL. Yeah. Number one, so he could play. Like, you know, that's probably the most important. Number one, he could play. Number two, his sons get to watch him play, which is probably going to be a big motivation for him. So he's making less money. He probably still had a bunch of money saved up from his backup contract. I mean, probably. Yeah. yeah. So wait, is he he has a contract in the NFL and XFL? No, no, no. no, no I'm no, saying no, I'm no. saying he would have made he would have made a lot of money. He probably had that saved up. I mean, yeah. he's so what's going to happen is is that if he wants to re-enter free agency in the NFL, he's going to be coming into it late off of this XFL season. <laughs> so Which is fine. It is. I mean, teams might still be looking for a really Some, experienced you know, backup quarterback. Yeah. And he's yeah, also yeah. had a lot of time in the league. He's played for Nick Saban offense. So, I mean, he is knowledgeable and smart enough to maybe even teach a younger guy. He might, I, I could see him possibly being a backup quarterback. Um, probably the third stringer in San Francisco. I don't think that would be a bad matchup for him. Um, no. Being behind Purdy and uh, if it's Trey Lance, I I mean, I don't, the situation in San Francisco is, you know, crazy after. Brady was I'm forced rooting, to retire I'm for uh, his wife, I'm, former wife, that bitch. Yeah, I'm rooting for Big Cock Brock. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody, I think everybody is. First of all, he's got Big Cock Brock has got to get his weenus fixed first. After that, then we can start. You know, I'll don't I'll donate that. my weenus for in, that in man. In defense of Trey Lance, though, we we haven't seen a enough weenus, of him. A weenus transplant. Be careful. In defense, of, uh, in defense of Trey Lance, though, like I like Big Cock Brock, but we haven't seen enough of Trey Lance to confirm whether or not he's uh, he's a met or bust kind of quarterback. Right. Group. So uh, I can I can, I can prove anyways. it. I can prove it in one sentence. He played at NDSU. He's not that special. Is that the same school uh, Carson Wentz came out of? Yeah. That um, that that should tell you even did more. Did Mahomes come out of NDSU? No, he was no, Texas Tech. No, he Texas, came out of Texas, Texas, Texas Tech. Cliff Kingsbury. Because the big thing was Cliff Kingsbury. That's why Arizona hired Kingsbury. NDSU yeah, was in D1. As it turns out, making the new face of the NFL does not make you an instant head coaching material. I mean, NDSU was D2 in football. It is, but also they've they've made guys like Cole Strange, who is an absolute beast. So I mean, just because I it's a small school doesn't mean it's you know a bad player. They're, I know that D one. I like, mean, Dennis Rodman came like, out of like a fucking NAIA school, and it was the best rebounder in NBA history. Yeah, like, and he also likes Kim Jong Un. So you know, I, okay, okay, we don't talk about that. <laughs> My next follow up to that was going to be Oh, Carl Malone came out of Louisiana Tech, but then we'd be talking about Carl Malone and that 
12-year-old woman he was with. Oh, yeah, talk about that. Let's moving about on. That. Moving on. Um, yeah, San Francisco is yeah. in a rough spot because they don't know what they're going to do because you either have what could be the NFL version of Lynn Sanity in Brock Purdy. This could be a one and done. This guy could come out next season and look like Carson Wentz's third finger on his right hand. Bad. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. or or it could just be Brock is continuing to throw precision passes and continue to be an exemplary leader in the pocket. And then they could go with Trey Lance. And then Trey Lance could have lost all that explosiveness. And then he is now a pocket passer, which he was never insanely good at. And a lot of his edge is now lost. So I think yeah, the biggest thing they need to do is they need to decide who they're going to go forward with and trade the other guy. In my opinion, Brock Purdy has led them really far and has done really well with them. I say there are a lot of teams looking for a quarterback. And Trey Lance hasn't exactly done anything to say he can't be amazing. But the jury's still out. You could definitely get somebody great to fill a hole or a draft pick or something and move Trey Lance. That definitely it's just a matter of that that cap uh, the ca- uh, the cap space for that because they have to right. give up that's well they're not dead cap. they're not going to resign garoppolo or they shouldn't if they do they're not uh, they're not i don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know see any i don't actually they know would. their cap situation like i, I mean we'll, have to get to that yeah. we'll get to it but like i mean a team looking to rebuild that just lost a quarterback you know the buccaneers looking at the raiders you Four could bucks. move Trey Lance to the Buccaneers and maybe try to pull one of those really good O-linemen to help Trent Williams out. I'm not saying would Jensen's contract work out? Would Worf's contract work out? Maybe, but I mean, if you get... You're telling me if you can get either Ryan Jensen or Tristan Worf's and you have Trent Williams, forget pass rush, man. Is, because is I think the, the biggest Worf's issue good? that they had in that game was Hassan Reddick was dominating the right tackle. Tristan, Honestly, the, Niners, the Niners just gotta stop being so injury prone. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah that also yeah, yeah. they seem to get guys that are just built like a brick wall. You can't break them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it, they could have actually right. been a Super Bowl contender with like a piece they picked up this year, but like yeah. those injuries finally caught up down at the worst possible time against the, yeah, the Eagles. Yeah. So, all right, moving on to the other side of this game, the Sea Dragons. Ben Denucci, Mamma Mia, nineteen for twenty nine. 196, a 6.8 average, two touchdowns, no interceptions, no sacks. Uh, rushing was led by Morgan Ellison, 10 carries, 50 yards. Ben Danucci also eight carries, 38 yards. And Brandon Knox, three carries, 15 yards. For receiving... That's my, that's um, my man. Uh, Jacor uh, Pearson, four receptions, 78 yards, one touchdown. Josh Gordon, one for 33. Yes, that Josh Gordon. Blake Jackson, yeah, that, 5 for yeah. 26. Uh, Morgan Ellison, 4 for 24. And Damian Willis, 2 for 13. Um Damian Willis. Like, this was a, still a close game. Um, it wasn't... I mean, it's was a two-point loss. The Sea Dragons just couldn't have their defense stop A.J. McCarron and his onslaught, which was their biggest <laughs> issue. But again, I mean, not a terrible game. 103 yards of rushing and 196 yards of passing. I definitely would like to see a lot more from Josh Gordon. A guy who, yeah. I mean, one reception, two targets, 33 yards. But, like, Josh Gordon also dominated the NFL. This guy was, like, you know, people are talking, oh, this could be, like, the next Calvin Johnson, maybe, or Randy, you know, and then he couldn't, you know, lay off the ganja, and now is, you know, in the XFL. The effect a little bit more, but, I mean, this is a little rough. 
one 33-yard reception that wasn't even a touchdown, which is just <laughs> mind-boggling. That's, I mean, that's literally I mean, a third of targets? the field. Two targets? Yeah, that's it? Come on. I mean, yeah. I mean if oh, you are how, the opposing team and you're looking at their roster, who are you doubling? I would definitely Gordon. double Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon, right. Else. You would double Josh Gordon. The other guys are going to get open. Yeah, that, that uh, could explain why he got so many little targets. Because we got somebody that was an NFL caliber player at yeah, one two point. Targets, like they two targets. And they have that experience. You're going to want to have as much coverage on them as possible. Yep. Yep. How, how many fumbles did Sea Dragons give up? There were a couple. I mean, not as many there as there were in the Vegas. <laughs> yeah. One three, lost by Danucci, one lost. by Pearson, one by Ellison. So Ben Danucci's got to hold on the, to the foot. Hold on to the rock. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not a great, not a great game for the Sea Dragons. They're still having some key issues, which are hurting them at key times. But yeah, St. Louis Battlehawks again get the win by two, twenty to eighteen. Uh, next up, let's get back to the DC Defenders versus the Vegas Vipers. Not yeah. a good day to be a Vipers oh, fan, Agro Mommy. You shut your mouth. Hold on, hold on. Have you seen their fucking field? Yeah, the DC field. Viper. That's what happened. Yeah, no, no Vipers, all, the, Vipers. all the image of it. it, it it's a. It's this is what like happened. Is when you do so a baseball bad. field, converted into a football field. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> it, it was oh. a minor league. It's a minor league baseball field that got converted into a football field. Dude, the goalpost is the funniest shit ever. <laughs> and at the same time, too, like Mine like to make goal. matters worse, it was raining in the desert. Yeah, <laughs> it was raining. <laughs> when does Vegas. that happen? Jesus, uh, uh, you need to week. pull it up from the game. What in the fuck? Yeah, the fuck. Like th- there have been fe- uh, baseball fields, like the like the Raiders used to play at the uh, Black Hole up, that have been okay for fo- for football games. Can I can I stop this, being a Vipers however, fan? Hold on, hold on. I want to stop Actually, being a Vipers fan. Do this. It? Pull up pull up the highlights. Pull up yeah, the highlights. The highlights are great. Well, I mean, we don't have to watch highlight, but uh, YouTube, my guy. Oh. Yeah. Because because of the it almost looked like a pre uh, like successor to the monsoon uh, bowl like there was like to... sliding fumbles it it one almost the, it was just one, bad one of the goalposts is like up against a wall I, I well probably I one of those like dividing walls right. that was in the uh, the back the in like left field I think yeah probably that but like I, re- I remember like oh week... yeah there it is Madison posted okay, it I, did, I actually did find the, the right one okay they will score oh with my the ball. god. <laughs> <laughs> that's so scuffed uh, there it is yeah. Lob, you could pop that one up and the field was terrible way. like people were slipping they couldn't get tr- like kickers were sli- actually you could say the, the, the kicker slipped the kicker yeah, slipped yeah. in this photo right here yeah look look at that that's not him just practicing a yoga pose that, that's oh an actual God. man who yoga has fallen pose. down yoga pose that's up against that. the, the outfield wall yeah, yeah. and the, the kicker like down there slipped field. because the field is so trash. Um, and it was raining. Yep. Yikes. <laughs> like, seriously, seriously, Arizona Cardinals' field, it looks better than Vegas' field. Did, did they find a new tenant? Because I thought I heard something about the Vipers. Oh, they should. Else. I would definitely oh, find a new one. Isn't there an arena in Vegas that the... the, the um... About Raiders. Well, I mean, they already said no. no. I think Allegiant Stadium already said no. Or they yeah, that 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 stadium is insane. That's one of the most modern stadiums yeah. in the world. Yeah, no, there's right. no way. But I mean, like the Vegas uh, Golden Knights is that stadium big enough? 
Yes, but I don't know uh, if no, it would be a no. good indoors. Me indoors. No, no, it's not even that. Football stadium. Well, I mean, there's it's always like, smaller hockey stadiums like the Coyotes. Yes, but still, <laughs> you're playing on a regular size football state football yeah. field. Yeah, it's the, not a rink. The ice rink is not. The ice rink is like smaller than a football field. Like if you had something that was like a stadium that like could like you know how like some stadiums can handle like Monster Jam. Uh, monster truck shows, or, or it was like maybe if you could find something yeah. like that that could work, but just play moment, in the strip, just 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 play in the strip, just mark out an area, play in the strip. <laughs> You're good. All right, oh, DC yeah. Defenders win 18 to 6 against the Vegas Vipers. Um, go ahead and look at the DC Defenders lineup, DC, uh, baby. Jordan Ta'amu 11 for 23, Ta'amu, yep. yeah, so under 50% completion percentage, 93 yards for. Yard average pass, no touchdowns, no picks, two sacks. For rushing, Abram Smith, 11 carries, 71 yards. Jordan Tamau, 12 carries, 68 yards. Raquel Armstead, 15 for 58. And Derek King, 4 for 32. I've also Receiving, seen that, uh, dude. Hold on, hold on. Uh, Derek King is actually pronounced Da Eric King. Da Eric. Yeah, like there's supposed to be some apostrophe in there, which I don't fucking get. Before you go into receiving, Tamau is straight up a running quarterback. <laughs> Like, yeah, I mean, he's yeah. like, uh, they like how the Ravens treat, uh, treat Lamar Jackson, where they treat him as like a yeah. running back. It's like what Lamar haters think Lamar is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, then receiving, not a lot. Three receptions, 24 yards for Josh Hammond. Chris Blair, two for 19. Ethan Wolf, three for 19. Lucky Jackson, 12 for two for 16. Abram Smith, one for 15. And then one, uh, three targets and zero receptions for Josh Malone. Um, also, two fumbles for Jordan Tamao. So, interesting that they still got the win. Moving on to the Vipers stats. Um, Brett Hundley, <laughs> Hundley 11 baby. for 18. 98 yards, 5.4 average, no touchdowns, no picks, two sacks. Eventually, Luis Perez came in. One for five, no yards or stats, really. Um, rushing, Rod Smith, six carries, 38 yards. Brent Hundley, five for 24. John Lovett, four for 10. Luis Perez, one for nine. DeAndre Torrey, three for five. And Cinque Sweeting, Cinque Sweeting, one for four. Again, um, a lot of rushers for the Vegas Vipers, really spreading the ball around. And then receiving, John Lovett, two for 33. Cam Sutton, one for 15. Cinque Sweeting, two for 14. Matthew Sexton, two for 12. Travis Kuntz, one for nine. Jeff Bidet, two for six. Brandon Dillon, one for six. Rod Smith, one for three. Um, it seems like in this Vegas offense, either they really want to spread the ball around or they haven't found anything that works. <laughs> want to talk about stuff that hasn't worked. We'll get to it, but Orlando Guardians, man. Yeah, so I, I, I oh. wonder what approach Vegas is taking. If they're taking the approach of let's get everyone involved or if they're taking the approach of who the fuck are we going to play? They're taking the approach of let's get out of this fucking baseball field. That's what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're more focused on trying to find a better place to play than they are. Like, who's going to be our number one receiver? Yeah. But no, DC Defenders is a good team. Like, overall. Yeah, they are. I mean, yeah, yes, they have a really yes. good fan base to back them up. It really inspires them, and they tend to look like they kind of know what they're doing and performing well. Um, we'll see yeah. if it works with the running quarterback, though, because, you know, I like we said, I would, also contribute, I'd also think probably the rain also helped contribute to those two fumbles Tiano had, but other than that, like, they're, they're doing awesome. all right. All right. Third game Here out of go. four. San Antonio Brahmas versus the Orlando Guardians. 
and it was a 30 to 2 30 to 12 route uh, for San Antonio Ouch. on the Guardians. Um, Is this very the dominant performance game in the league so far? 30? Uh, probably. At least? Probably. I'm, I'm thinking probably here. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Too early to tell. <laughs> Uh, for San Antonio, their quarterback, Jack Cohen, 16 for 24, 165, three touchdowns, no picks, two sacks. Ooh, he also ran for 23 touchdown. yards on three carries. Um, other than that, not a very progressive, per, impressive performance for the San Antonio on the ground. Kalen Ballage, great last name, 12 for 23. Jacquez Patrick, 10 for 19. And John Hillman, one for one. For receiving, Alze Mack, four for 48. Jarese Robertson, four for 38. TJ Vanisher, three for 35. Jalen Tolliver, three for 31. Deion Yielder, two for 13. And touchdowns scored by Yielder, Tolliver, and Mack, all one apiece. So a very dominant air attack for San Antonio. Um, now for the Guardians. Uh, I forget Cohen played for the Badgers, to be honest. Oh, that stat. Oh, the Badgers. That stat Wait, hurts. He was, oh, what's going on? Oh, my Paxton God. Paxton Lynch. <laughs> I was hearing something that the coach is already talking about, like how they need to completely overhaul this roster. He's right. He is very right. The Andre Francois. Okay. So two quarterbacks played for Orlando. Both were bad. Uh, Paxton Lynch, nine for 19, 79 yards, 4.2 average, one touchdown, no picks, two sacks. DeAndre Francois, six for 13 for eight yards with a point six average. One touchdown, one pick. His longest pass was four yards. Ouch. For rushing, uh, Jermaine Martin, 9 for 46. Kelvin Taylor, 8 for 31. DeAndre Francois, 4 for 14. And Paxton Lynch, 1 for 9. For receiving, Javonta Payton, 3 for 47. Uh, Cody Latimer, 5 for 21 and 1 touchdown. Eli Rogers, 1 for 8 and 1 touchdown. And then everybody else had 1 or 2 receptions for single digit or no yards, even negative yards. Calvin Taylor, 1 receptions, negative 3 yards on his only target. Um, they didn't fumble the ball, but when you have both of your quarterbacks that play the game that are under 10 completions and they both attempted 13 or more passes... That's bad. Holy fuck! <laughs> what the hell are you doing, Orlando? What is wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> I ask myself the same question about Florida every day. Trust me. Are they running a two QB system? I'm, I don't. Know. I think it's just because Paxton Lynch, Lynch is dog shit. That could be a reason. Again, I said Definitely. it last week. I think there was a tweet put out that actually He's... said he was the only quarterback to be benched in every major football league. Including That's right. the Canadian Football League. I think oh, yeah. I think New Orleans like recovered better from Hurricane Katrina than they did from the <laughs> Guardians' freaking performance at this point. Jesus, like yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, their defense got torched like the Reichstag. It was it was, was bad. It? Whoa! Whoa! Yeah. Holy shit! Well, I was gonna, gonna, I was gonna say whoa, whoa, I go whoa, too far. Whoa. Whoa. I go too far. No, you went too far. I mean, what? Torching Nazism is too far. Uh, it's well. <laughs> oh God! Well, I mean, we're it's bad. guys. We don't get our twenty cents. It's bad. <laughs> I'm just saying. Let's rewind that. Okay, hard cut. Anyway, back they, the fun bus to fuck up. Time. Back it. Beep. Beep. <laughs> beep. 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 
We'll be right back, back after this short commercial message. <laughs> oh, man. Man, am I glad we're not monetized. Yeah, I don't think we ever were. I, I don't <laughs> think we ever will be at this point, no. No, that just stirred it up. All right, anyway. Christ, 30 oh, to 12, man. the final the final score. Sucks. Does that mean we could just throw does that mean we could throw any jokes we want out now? No, 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 no. no. Oh god. Okay, are, are anyway, sure? the final the sure final game of the final game of week two. The Houston Roughnecks beat Arlington twenty-three to fourteen. Wade Phillips playing. I in read February that as football. a Houston Rednecks right away. I mean I mean it's Wade Phillips, maybe. Um also, it Wade is Phillips is undefeated in February football. Let's fucking go. Uh, <laughs> no, great I job mean, he, by him. He's a, he was a here. good defensive coordinator. I oh, yeah, he was one. He was great. Very good. Great for a long time. And I think this is kind of showing. That he, I mean, he might be out coaching some guys, but again, he has some great players on his roster. I'll start with the Roughnecks. Um, their starting quarterback, Brandon Silvers, 50% from the field, 14 for 28, 173, two touchdowns, no interceptions, a 6.2 average, one sack for eight yards. A very efficient performance, even though the – the completion percentage was a little meh. Uh, rushing, uh, Cole McDonald, 7 carries, 39 yards. Max Borgie, 12 carries, 27 yards. And Bryson Aline, 2 carries, 10 yards. As well as Dijon Lee, 3 carries, 6 yards. Receiving, Ben Putman, 4 for 65. John Trey Kirkland, 2 for 56. Max Borgie, 2 for 20. Cedric Bird, 3 for 19 and 1 touchdown. And Nick Holly, 1 for 5 and 1 touchdown. So a very efficient performance. None, none of the stats of pop off. Yeah, this week teams were a little bit sharper. Quarterbacks were looking better, uh, but for Houston, not a lot of stuff pops out of the page yet. Yeah, you don't um, see a lot of interceptions, but you've seen some pretty bad completion percentages. Yeah, I guess. That's I mean, kind of they the, they are younger quarterbacks, and they have quarterbacks that have struggled in the past. So they're they're they probably they're don't want to. They don't want to. Yeah, I mean, like they're working with NFL, risk with it, I completely guess. NFL level talent. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then for the Renegades, Drew Plitt, 15 for 29, 120, two touchdowns, one pick, and five sacks for 38 yards. Uh, Devontae Smith was their lane carrier, seven carries, 16 Devontae yards. Smith. Davion, Davion Smith, sorry. Davion, Davion Smith. Davion, bro. <laughs> uh, Drew Plitt, two for 14. Keith Ford, six for 11. And uh, Andrean Killens, four for two. For receiving... Uh, Saul Canella, 4 for 38. Devon Smith, 4 for 32. Uh, Brandon Acronado, 2 for 17. Nate Beckner, 1 for 13. Sh- uh, Sean Monster, 2 for 12. And everyone else had one or no receptions for single-digit yards or less. Um, there was also a fumble I like see- loss. I like seeing the yardages, like, even the guys that get one completion. I, I like seeing, like, you know, you got a couple one for fours, but you got a one for 13, you know. Getting yeah. decent yardage off the receptions they do get. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it seemed like the defense for Houston. Like granted, granted, you know, it's not gonna, it's not gonna amount to an NFL level, but. Mm-hmm. but when it's you have good, Phillips, it's good. It's good football. Side, it's good football, really. Yep. Um. Yeah, I, I think again, this was a. It, it wasn't a win that jumps out of the page at you. It's not a win that's like, this is an amazing win for Houston, but it was just a well-done, solid football game in all regards. They played great defense. They had more time of possession. They were able to stop the Renegades a lot more, and they were able to then score at opportune time. So it was a very 
solid football win. And I think that is oh, indicative yeah. of good coaching. So I think definitely Houston looks great in that regard. And a lot of their players seem to be clicking a little bit better. And it'll probably only get better as the season continues. So this will be a team to watch out for. They are more efficient than two flashy. Yeah. They're 2 0. Yeah, 2 0. Yeah. Like they're undefeated thus far. And it's you really good. So Wade Phillips was undefeated in February football. Yeah, <laughs> that's off to you, Wade. All right. That wraps up the week two. Uh, summary, and now we're going to go into the week three predictions. Um, let's have week, let's week, let's week have Kduff, Kduff, and Gorlami. Gorlami predicted week one. Kduff predicted week two. So let's have them. But he predicted four Gorlami. So let's have them both start at Gorlami's level now. Just so they're like, that's just not good. that's just not good business. Only because right you were absent last weekend. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I was at state wrestling. Couldn't help it. You yeah, know, professional coach on the co- on, out on the state coal center. Wrestling. wrestling, good old wrestling. All right. So the four games lined up. We have a Saturday game at seven p.m. Seattle at Vegas. Then Sunday at one p.m. St. Louis at D.C. Then Sunday at four. Orlando at Arlington. And Sunday at eight. San Antonio at Houston. So you have one Saturday game, and then the Thanksgiving schedule of three games. In succession on a Sunday. Um, Thanksgiving schedule. <laughs> well, no, yeah, like only three games yeah. and then early, <laughs> midday, late. Yeah. That's the Thanksgiving schedule. Two of the games are on the FX, so it's useless. YouTube three TV. ESPN, ESPN, ESPN. Yeah, that's ESPN Plus. Fucking so. ESPN, yeah. dude. I swear to God. Uh, you, you can still find them. You YouTube can find TV. them somewhere. All right, so, Seattle at Vegas. Um, both of these teams, I believe, are looking for a win. I don't think – did Vegas – are Vegas one to one or are they – Nope. No, nope. Vegas – They lost their Renegades. Hey, yep. yo, love their own Fuck your Sea Dragons. Vipers yep. got this shit. Nah, 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 nah. First of all, we're playing at your shit field. So Ben DiNucci is going to take off because he's constantly ben, used to playing – Ben DiNucci's been, you know, used to playing at shit fields like the Jerry Dome, so he's going to be right at home. Um, <laughs> so I'm taking the Seattle Sea Dragons by 10. I'm taking the Vipers by three. Old one. Vipers by three. All right. Uh, we'll so go my down. Turn. Yeah, we'll go down to Mamba, and then we'll hop over to Mastodon and Kadoff. We'll just I, You know, I got you. Go for the Packers guy first, then the Bears guy. I got it. I got yeah. it. All right. Uh, <laughs> sea Dragons. You will sea always be below me. Seattle. Until you lose Rogers. Uh C- yeah, Seattle by <laughs> hey, fourteen. Hey, Jordan Love's got potential, man. <laughs> About as much potential uh, as the <laughs> Shut up. I don't want to hear it. Um I'm gonna go Vegas by three because Seattle likes to choke like the Chargers. Oh god. <laughs> Lob, yep. let me know when your team has has a running back with better uh better quads than Saquon Barkley. I'll wait. Mm. All right, get up here. Yeah, uh, I'm getting. I'm gonna give give Seattle a little bit of a break. I'm gonna say that they win by seven. We're forward Vegas. Tommy Mixon does have great quads. AJ Dillon's got better quads. It's simple as that. Actually, Mixon got I mean, some. But does guns. AJ Dillon point guns in you know random women's faces during a deep playoff run? I don't think so. Joe Mixon no, on right. top. All right, sorry, he's a family man. Does AJ Dillon punch women? No. 
Joe Mixon. So, yeah, he actually streams on ass. Twitch. I watch his Twitch streams all the time. Oh my god. I'm not even Wait. kidding. He only gets like a he gets like 120 viewers a stream, but it's fun. All right, uh, DC St. Louis. DC St. Louis. It's at DC. All I need to know. DC by seven. Gorlami. DC Ooh. by 14. I'm going opposite some motherfucker. Give me the Bellhawks by seven. It is AJ McCarron. I, res- I, I, I respect the decision. I, I, I respect it. Listen, what does AJ um, McCarron do when 150 fucking lemons are sailing at his cranium? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Lemon Bowl 2.0. Let's go, uh, baby. Lemon Bowl. Um, even though it's at DC, I think St. Louis just gets down comeback by three. Okay. Yeah. Hey, K Duff. Uh, I'm gonna. Well, DC's my team, but Battlehawks are a very good team. I would say still DC wins, but it's gonna be a much closer one. But I'd say probably by like three points. All right. Um, next up, mm-hmm. the Orlando Guardians at Arlington. Um, Orlando coming off of probably one of the worst performances that they had this year. Ever. Now at away in Arlington. Uh, I, I'm taking the Renegades. I think I think this is going to be their time to shine. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to take them by 10. I don't think Orlando is going to be able to come back from that really horrible performance. I'm going to go opposite of that. I'm going to say Orlando's going to make a good comeback, but I don't think it's going to be good enough to win. No, Not no, being no, at no. home, you know, it's. I don't think they're going to pull out the win, but I'm going to take the Renegades by three. Oh, okay. Oh, you fucking flipped it on him, bro. No, I... Yeah. I was... Okay, Mamba. All right. Well, Orlando's a trash team, so give me the Renegades by <laughs> seven. <laughs> I'm going to go Arlington by 14. Have fun with Paxton Lynch. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. And I'm going to echo Madison Arlington by 14. Yeah. Um, Final game of the week, the late game. Houston is at home against San Antonio. Um, I don't think I can, even though it's not February football anymore, I don't think I can root against Wade Phillips, man. I think he's been doing a great job with his team thus far. And the the players have been performing at a very, very efficient rate, and they've been doing well. So I think I'm going to take Houston in a pretty close one. It's not going to be blowout win, but I'll take them by four. Go ahead, Gorlami. Ah, shoot. Um, you know what, screw it. Uh, Houston Rednecks by 10. They're the Rednecks for now on just because I read it that way. <laughs> I, I don't care I mean, what their name says. I read it as the rough cocks, but hey, that's just me. <laughs> yeah, All right, give me the fans. Give me the it's rough you, Mamba. <laughs> it's rough it's be the rough by cocks. seven. <laughs> by seven, by seven, rough, rough necks. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Houston by six. It's going to be kind of low scoring with that defense of Houston's. Yeah, I'm also going to go with Houston by uh, go by seven. I would like I would like the record to reflect I am shooting in the dark here. I have not watched much XFL. I'm guessing. No, I mean I Good I watched it. I totally didn't some. didn't didn't get caught up in the 20 minutes before this podcast started. <laughs> no, you would never. 
<laughs> right. And with that, can. we are going to that's that's our XFL uh, done and out of the way, and we're going to continue on with our coverage of the different divisions in football. Their end of season wrap up, their end of season prediction, what we like, who we think we're going to go after, what they need to address, what they need to do, and we got a chalk pack division, probably the division that most people are talking about for a multitude of reasons. And that's the NFC North. Um, and if you want to know, if you want to know how the <laughs> NFC North went, this basically I want to abstain. It. Yo, it actually feels like we're moving. Oh, oh these simple. Damn, that's tragic. Damn, that's tragic. Damn, that's <laughs> Hey, we uh, traded our best like defensive players out. Okay, that, that was yeah. about to happen. Um, was so that happen. was the that was a representation of the Chicago Bears season. Um, the worst record in football this season. Um, not a great moment for them. Um, as far as the season went, I don't think I'd give them a zero in their one to ten ranking. I don't think I would do that. I would probably go along the lines of like a three, maybe a four. Um, they, they, Justin Field showed insane progression. He looked like one of the better quarterbacks. I think he was probably one of the better quarterbacks in that division. I definitely think Aaron Rodgers was still the best, even though he had a rough-ish year. But then right behind him was either Jared Goff or Justin Fields and then Kirk Cousins because if you play Kirk Cousins at 1 p.m., he's great. Any other time, he sucks. Um so the, the the development for Justin Fields was great. Um, the moves they made in trading away Roquan Smith, their best defensive player, and bringing on Chase Claypool were bizarre and <laughs> awful yeah, moves. Well, I, I'm yeah. thinking asset management is an abstract concept to the to the McCaskies, but. I mean, to me, uh, when I, when, when I saw like people too much money. I mean, yes, but at the same time, like people were saying, "Oh, you know, the Bears management let them cook," and I'm like, "It's Broncos this. Country. This is yeah. cooking for Bears management. Like, Broncos country. It's new management uh, now. All right, it's well, new. Okay. Here's I the mean, you're not in the Ryan is... Pace era anymore, but yeah. it's not exactly an upgrade. It's still oh, well, a okay. shitstorm, no matter what way you well, look at it. <laughs> my thought process is going to be thinking this." They cook. can't pay Roquan Smith because how much he's going to want. And also, he was not signing. Like, were they, was Roquan Smith going to sign at all with them? Probably yeah, not. He wanted out. He so wanted they got out. draft capital out of it. Chase Claypool would think it's just a one-year rental. See what happens. If not, all right, thrown out. Yeah. Justin Field has progressed. Their running backs are good. You got David Montgomery. Khalil Herbert was going off. I mean, like, got to fix up the line, that O line, and then you got to fix up the defense. Eddie Jackson's still there. It's just, don't yeah, forget they don't forget they have Joe Thomas on their team. They do. Speaking of fixing defense, I don't think they're going to be doing much to much yeah, in the sadly. draft. I have to get who I thought they were going to get, Jalen Carter, after the news I broke about him yesterday. Uh, wanted in connection with a deadly crash in Ashton Street racing in Florida that killed one of his teammates. And team so he got Gone. back to the, but he's back at the combine. Like uh, they, we, yeah, that that guy. What? what position did he play for? For who? Uh, Carter is a defensive lineman out of Georgia. Oh right, yeah, yeah, that guy. Okay. Um, but yeah, the the biggest thing with the Bears is they have a ton of cap space. They're a decently high market team. They're not a New York or an LA, but they're pretty close. Um, they have a good quarterback that could use some weapons, but there's no line. 
and there is no defense. None whatsoever. There's no one. Their highest paid player is Byron Pringle. <laughs> and two spots below him is Riley Reef, who was a former tackle for the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl on the worst O-line in history, basically. Like, people are going to remember that's the worst O-line in history, even though it probably isn't, just because we got to the Super Bowl and we couldn't block anybody. Um, yeah. Their second highest player is Al Quaden Muhammad. Household name. <laughs> no idea who that is. If you're, like, I, mean, I don't know how in 2023 you're getting around with the name Al Quaden. Quaden? That's like a few letters away from Al Qaeda. So, oh my like, God. <laughs> you know, to really? be fair, to be fair, the creators of South Park got uh, threatened by uh, showing the face of Muhammad. Having the last. Oh my Muhammad. God! Oh my God! Leave it to the Wisconsinite uh, to talk about South Park. Sorry. It was a funny ass episode, but god damn it. Oh my god. You know they killed right. Kenny. You bastards. They got they got <laughs> what did you expect? Oh, oh my god, the Bears were the first team eliminated this year. Ski Gad and wow. Gaheen. Uh, hey, they almost yeah. beat uh, Minnesota and okay. uh, here's, here's the so thing with the Bears. They have a shit ton of picks, and after that first round pick that they're gonna trade out, that's already oh, yeah. confirmed. They're gonna trade what? that. Yeah, that's the thing. Woo. Well, I mean, I mean I, Indianapolis, I mean, like, Houston, like Broncos. Oh no, not Broncos. Who are you going to get for a fir- number one overall pick? Probably three a lot of draft capital. Not Probably a quarterback. Well, no, 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 no. So it, the the Bears don't want it because they think in their mind, okay, somebody wants to pick a quarterback. Quarterbacks always usually go very high in the draft, and this is a draft that has a. Good amount of quarterbacks. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Brendan yeah. Hooker, that one guy out of Florida that's like eh. Anthony Richardson, yeah. uh, Will Richardson. Levis out of Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys, and CJ Stroud and Bryce Young look like bona fide starter level players that could at least be somewhat good, right? Isn't there a lot of talks so, about Dallas bringing in a rookie quarterback? Oh, uh, Dallas. They need oh, to draft Dallas, a kicker. Dallas. They need to draft a kicker. First of all, and probably a new uh, tight end because I don't think they're going to. Jerry Jones has been talking about like bringing in and developing a quarterback. Like they, it's Jerry Jones, he just they, talked a lot of shit. They, that they is a say. Yeah. They say Dak is their franchise QB. The only they person more it. senile and demented than or dementia ridden than Jerry Jones is probably the president. Okay, so True. you uh, don't uh, need Kasky. to wor- okay. I, okay, I, I don't There's know. I don't know. The Ford family's pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 mean, I, gotta say, I gotta say like like jerry jones owns this that's one thing to get a quarterback it, it's another thing to say like pay ezekiel elliott at that extension when tony Pollard washed. had a career washed yo we talking about the nsc north or the nsc east come on boys. yeah we need to get back on the nsc north <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah NFC, all right anyway, screw the bears um, next team <laughs> oh, no I, I i i the bears have so going back to that pick we need to think about a couple things who are they going if they keep it, which they said they aren't going to, I feel like it'd be a good thing to draft no, a sure. high, a high level, you know. No, tackle. they should trade it. Get a shit ton of, get a crap they ton of get a good Colts. Yeah, fleece okay. the Colts. So, so they yeah, send, so many they send first that picks. first overall pick to the Colts. What do they get? Yeah, and the Colts give them, them their like pick Michael and Kipman a bunch of seconds. 
No, you you could get like two to three first round picks out of that. Hey, there's hey, no I'm, way. I'm sitting there as the Colts. I'm sitting there as the Colts with like a decently high pick, thinking, "Why do we need to trade all these picks? They're not going to select a quarterback. The Bears are not going to draft a quarterback because it's your mercy, and he traded in first round for Carson Wentz. For your sake, Lawan is up for grabs, and probably Bakhtiari. Go for it. Go for it. What? Armstead, Taylor Lewan, and Bakhtiari are all up. Those are big O line. Oh, They're gonna be up. Yeah. There's oh, no okay. way. There's no way Green Bay keeps Bakhtiari, in my opinion. No. No, yeah. there is. Roger stays, box stays. That's how it's gonna work. Yeah, but what I'm saying is we don't have. Okay, here. Look at the. Okay. Uh, we'll scroll get down to the Packers right in a side. second, I guess. Look at. Okay, so we. No, no, no. Go back up. You fucking go back up. What? The, the picks. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. picks on the right. Oh, there yeah. you go. First pick, fifty-fourth pick, sixty-fifth pick, one hundred fourth, one. So you have two fourths, two fifths, one seventh, one third, one second, and the one number second. one overall pick, which is most likely getting traded. Which is going to get traded okay. for multiple I think, seconds. I think the big thing first. here is looking at what what position would be best to trade for that number one pick. You want? I would. He, the biggest issue is I think the Bears would not trade this pick. Maybe. If I was one guy. No, no. The Bears would not trade this pick if one guy was in the draft. If Marvin Harrison Jr. was in this draft, Bears ain't trading that shit. Who's Marvin Harrison Jr.? The star, insanely good wide receiver out of Ohio State. I hate oh, him because he went to Ohio State. I didn't know. Golly. That man should have won Heisman a thousand times over. Everyone keeps screaming about Quentin Johnson, so I don't know about him. He's no, it's he's the not. Way the, it's the way the he's Heisman award wasn't so stupid, he would. He's also only a sophomore. He only was a sophomore. He's leading the league in receptions. Receiving meanwhile, I'm just waiting. Meanwhile, I'm just waiting for also, catch for like He dropped, I think it was like two or three balls in the whole year. There. I want to say this. I think they should so have a Heisman equivalent award for linemen. So here's here's what the Bears they need. Do. Okay. They definitely need O line. They definitely need weapons for the wide receivers. Um but defense yeah. is get shirt up more because you trade away Roquan Smith. And but yeah, you can Robert find Quinn. really good players for defense defensive line. line. Yeah. yeah, defensive line you need because our defensive line is ass. Yeah, and this so, and this draft is full of like a lot of stuff for like edge rushers. Not only draft, line. they have so much money that they could use up in the what free. Is, what is their uh, cap? Right They're not gonna though. It's oh, over. They have million. a lot of cap space. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, McCaskies could definitely go on a bit of a shopping spree this this year. And they could let some players go, basically make that cast base even more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Riley Reef. Riley Reef gone. <laughs> uh, uh, Eddie Jackson's contract ends when? Uh, no idea. But these are the these are the free agents. Let's see if there's any guys you think they should resign. These are all the free agents. Byron Pringle. Zero, none of them. Yeah, Quaden Muhammad, but... Bradley Reeve, Nicholas Morrow, Angela Blackson, Nikhil Harry, Ryan Griffin, DeAndre Houston Carson, Patrick Scales, Matthew Adams, Dane Kurtshank, Montgomery. Wait, he's on a whoa, 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 whoa. Montgomery's on a he's a free agent. Montgomery, no apparently. Way. Yeah, yeah, I'm just a free agent. Oh, you gotta, gotta um, sign up. Michael Mike Pennell, Dan Pettis, Joe Thomas, Nathan Peterman, David Montgomery, Kiel. Blazer game, Sam, uh, who Jay Sam White, yeah, Brennan Borders, Trayvon Wesco, Josh Blackwell, Armand Watts. All right, call me so, bias. Resign all of them. <laughs> no, <laughs> Montgomery. Maybe Montgomery, Montgomery is the biggest one you need to focus. Yeah. 
if for some reason oh, you yeah. fuck up and get no lineman, bite the bullet and take Reef again. And then maybe Peterman if you just want to keep him as a good backup. But other yeah. than that, they can all walk and you need to find yeah, new you... people that want to be there and that are going to improve the the prestigious program of the Chicago Bears. <laughs> As someone who was part of the team that draft a fan of the team that drafted to kill Harry, I would definitely move on from him. He's de- hasn't really shown much development. Even that is the classic Patriots thing to say. As part of the team that won Super Bowls with Tom Brady, you no, know, you were not part of that. <laughs> Just because you got a raggedy ass jersey from 1945 doesn't mean that you were part of all those yeah, teams. Suck, suck my deflate. Uh, I didn't say anything about a Super Bowl. I just move on from a guy we drafted and bought it. You bought the refs. Hold on. Could you open up and see who's free agents overall in the league? Suck my spy gate, yeah. suck my deflate gate. Adam Benatari <laughs> saved your ass more times than one. Uh, you gotta have Adam Benatari. And I thank him for it. Thank you gotta have Adam Benatari. So Orlando no... Brown Jr., we got. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Taylor Lewan. I kind of want. I kind of want the Bengals to target Lewan. That'd be great. He uh, I... Lewan is also Lewan had I also stated. Luan has also stated that he wants to be on a team that is contending for a Super Bowl, which means the Bears are out of the question. And he also said he Wait, loves the play. Hold so. on, hold on. Also, I is just saw some no defensive players. You, did kinda... you see what? Did you see what the uh, Titans Cox, did with Luan? Where's the wide receivers at? The fuck? Uh, well, it, Robert, Wood is Robert Woods. There's one here. Robert Woods. There's not many. Nelson uh, Aguilar. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you can take Sterling, too, Sterling but... Shepard. Sterling Shepard, actually, uh, okay. Uh, Dalton Schultz, that is a yeah, and right above him, Mike Jacecki as well. Yeah, I say I don't think Dalton. Cole, Cole right now, looking at this entire list, I think the best players on this entire list right now, looking at them, is Dalton Schultz, uh, Jesse Bates, Fletcher Cox, and, and then Brady's not returning, and then Lawan and Brown. Those are probably the best players that I can see. Did you, did you guys see what uh, the Titans did with Lawan? Yeah, they, they asked, dropped. Um, they dropped sweet. all of his stuff off at his house. Yeah, you know what? He happen. wanted it. And he, he wanted and it. He, yeah, and he literally goes, "They even gave me the shoulder pads. This is great." <laughs> you know, you know what's you know what's gonna happen? Uh, Bears gonna trade the first round pick, get a wide receiver and uh, draft capital. Um, they'll go build the okay, so line getting... and. Either Michael Pittman from mm. from the from the Colts, or or you're getting who? I don't even know what the wide receiver. Is. Yeah, exactly. T. Y. Hilton's in Dallas. Yeah, you're not getting him. So well, you're trading. Raiders you're need trading a quarterback too. So what would what does Raiders have? Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. <laughs> you want uh, Hunter Mac Renfro? Devontae Adams is definitely one out. I mean, you're going to be drafting a wide receiver. Second but Devontae round. Adams is going to want out. Second round, you're going to you're gonna get a wide receiver. Yeah, I, I don't see yeah. one of the Bears, though. If the Bears trade the first <clears throat> overall pick for Devontae Adams, I will chug a bottle of something on string at the draft. I'll chug a bottle of no way. I will chug a bottle of rumble. I would love that. But, uh, yeah, Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb. He's like forty nine. Yeah, hold on. Free agency. Thirty two. But gonna, close enough. You're gonna build uh, both. That, that's basically forty nine. Wide receiver. Yeah. Larry. Larry Ogunjobi. That's a big de. That could be really good. Yeah. 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 Um, Hicks. Bring him back. Bring him back. Cleveland Farrell. Uh, Pick up Jonathan Jones. 
Marvin Jones. Jones. He's also old as hell. Uh, but I, okay, I think I think we're Julio, good on this. Speaking of yeah. old as Julio Jones, uh, he's injured. Julio, Julio Jones, whose hamstring is like this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The Packers. It's yeah. it's literally has it literally has Packers. a pair of scissors just sitting <laughs> on it at all times. It's good to the Packers. See, Packers need wide receivers. No, can we not? Oh, we're cry. we're going to the Packers. We are talking. Are Packers in the how is, how is Aaron Rodgers' darkness retreat? <laughs> right. They need so to get rid of Rodgers. A a recap of the Packers season. Um. They lost Devontae. Things were really shaky, but Roger said, we still got it. We can still do it. And they looked like they had a pretty good defense. They had a lot of guys that were coming in, and they managed to get some of the uh, – a couple of the really talented linebackers out of Georgia um, to play on their defense. Uh, it ended up being okay. They struggled early on, but then turned it on late season. Going into the final week of the season, they had a win-or-go-home game to put them in the playoffs against the Lions, and they choked. Oh. At Not only that, they, no, they didn't choke. The they went up against Dan Campbell. <laughs> Apparently, Dan Campbell shocked. ate all their kneecaps before they set foot on Lambeau Field. We're gonna go out. We're gonna bust kneecaps, and we're gonna take names. Someone give me a can of Copenhagen. I'm gonna... <laughs> well, I mean, it worked out for them. I mean, the Lions swept the Packers this year, so, oh. so they did Again, something right. I'll say it once. Can, say it a million can times. I, can, I, can I clear the air really quick? Just something simple. Okay. I mean, as much as people want to say Rodgers had a really shit year, let's look at all the times that anyone receiving dropped the easiest fucking pass of their life. Okay, so okay, so that doesn't that doesn't excuse him. That doesn't excuse him. One it time doesn't because he had Christian Watson. Times. Christian Watson. The jersey, the, the jersey I'm wearing, this motherfucker. Dropped like two against the Lions. Two easy ones he dropped. Yeah, it's your running back. Yeah, but you, you can't Who, put everything on a couple drop picks for an entire season. Yes. Yeah. Christian Watson was one of the there's, top five. Christian Watson lot. was one of the top five offensive rookies at, at the late year. Yeah. He started uh, out you, rough. He could have been a running for yeah, offensive rookie. Almost all rookies, rookies start out rough unless they're insanely good to start. Rookies like, struggle. Oh my god! The game's a guy faster. Who hasn't played in the played in the professional level before or was raw coming out of college. <laughs> What does that ever happened? Well, well, did you expect Christian Watson like, to enter to the field to be him. Randy Moss? Because if so, then you're delusional here. No, yeah. no I, was, I was, was rough early on. No, I was game. expecting him to go play Dallas Every and beat Terrell Owens. <laughs> he's not going to turn into Jerry Rice the second he put on the Packers. Jersey. All right, you dodged also, my also, joke, and I'm offended. <laughs> no, I, but no. Well, I was going to say also. We comparing to Aaron Rodgers last year's MVP year and the year before MVP year to this year, it was bad. Of course. You could also see it as like he didn't work with his rookies. That also does that does take a toll. Yeah. I mean because like, he's an asshole. Is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Let's yeah. call him a diva, but he definitely has some weird attitude around rookies. He was called a diva. Okay, he's not called a diva. He is a diva. He's an let's, asshole. Let's, we all need to tell it like it is. He's let's, an asshole. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. He is. He's, he's, he's a bully. He's a bully. Yeah, I'm he's immunized from talking to rookies. Well, but at the same time, like, you can be a good quarterback and be an asshole. Example, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning was an asshole to his teammates. He was. He was, he was a yeah, didn't jackass. Like, didn't, like, didn't, like, one rookie try to one-hand catch it, and he told him to get off the field? Yeah. And the coach said, no, you're in. Again, and my Peyton favorite pointed to the sideline, and he goes, 
coach, I'm not in. Yeah. One of my favorite mic'd up moments was when a tackle blew a block on a lineman oh for, for the uh, Colts, and Peyton was under center, so he snaps it and starts walking back, and he saw the tackle with one. like, you know, the block blown. It's like, God, God damn, damn it, Donald, and just threw it out of bounds. Wasn't there another <laughs> mic'd up moment where he's, like, screaming at Jeff Saturday yeah. on the sidelines? So the when, we run, when I say run, run block, okay? Don't tell that, me what to fucking do. That's the only highlight I know of, of Jeff Saturday. No, that no, Jeff Saturday was, no, Jeff Saturday wasn't even yelling at him, like, can we run the ball? And he's like, we don't run the ball when I say we run the ball. <laughs> you know, I think the only time it works when your quarterback's an asshole and, asshole and not good, a later stage, Ben Roethlisberger, like, the whole yeah. 2018 mm. season. As far as the season goes... They had some development, some rookies. They had Rand, uh, um, not Randall Cobb. It was Dobbs. Dobbs looked really good at the start of the season, tailed off. But then Christian Watson looked better at the end of the season. So they have some prospects at wide receiver. Their defense, though, was not great. Xavier Alexander looked good. They had some key wins that he was part of against the Vikings. But also then Quay Walker is immature. So oh. I would give the, honestly, the Packers probably like a two or three out of ten. I'd give them a three. Yeah. I mean, the worst place to finish and I'll say it once, I'll say it again, is in the limbo area. Just making the playoffs and getting eliminated in the first round or not making the playoffs. You get a shit draft pick and not much has happened. You're in this weird limbo bad area. You're not rebuilding, okay, but, but you can't really tool up. It's this weird blah. Let, let's, get a, let's get a good Packers fan coming into like free agency draft pick. Like The way the Packers work, it's a one. We fucking suck in off season. We're horrible. I mean, when you are when you are an NFL NFL player and you're looking at where to go, you're also looking at where do I want to raise a family? Where do I want to live? Do you want to live in New York, L.A., Dallas? No. Miami. Or do you want to live Miami? Do you want to live in a town of raving drunks in Green Bay? I I I think that's a great thing, but you know. That's well, I mean, no, no. If you look up maps of amount of alcohol consumption per capita, Wisconsin is like we don't <laughs> like it is, is colored like, in yeah entirely. Like dark blue being the drunkest. There's one section are, that is like completely white. That's a fucking lake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even like. Give it time. This time that lake's gonna be nothing but Jameson in a in a couple years. No, Not Jameson, just... but you know, all right. um, the, the good shit, right, the good shit, right? And then <laughs> as the free agents for the Packers coming out, um, Adrian Amos, Randall Cobb, Dean Lowry, Mason Crosby, Alan Lazard, who has already said he is not returning to the team, Robert Tunyon, yeah. Jaron Reed, Mercedes Lewis, Dalen Levitt, Jonathan Ford, Eric Wilson, Keeson Nixon, Tyler Davis, Justin Holland, Kears Barn, and Yash uh, Nijman. I believe. No idea. Neesman. Neesman. Yeah, he was so, Amos, Amos was really good. I think we need to re-sign him. Yep. Cobb, if you want to re-sign him on a vet minimum for nostalgia, sure. Anything else? No. I you only get Cobb if you get Rogers, and I don't yeah. I don't see them wanting yeah. Rogers anymore. Um no. so Dean Lowry. Can Maybe. I can I give like a hot take on Dean Lowry? I what? love the guy. I love the guy. Yeah. yeah. Definitely a bit of a I, I would for love to contract, see him back. Though. I would love to see him back just because of how much I love Dean Lowry, but. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mason Crosby, 
He's a kicker. I'd he's old. He, you might want to draft a kicker. He yeah. is retired. Lazard is leaving. Tunyon yep. and Mercedes Lewis. I would say try to keep both of them. They're great tight ends. They're good. Yeah. Jared Mercedes Reed. Lewis, if if we end up with, if we end up with love, yeah. keep Tunyon. He's gonna also, get Lewis, used with love. Lewis is a great blocker. Lewis is one of the best blocking tight ends in this league. I also didn't know he was thirty. He's old. Holy shit. Yeah, he's old. He's he, old. So he's he going to be getting retire. a veteran deal. But then everybody else, I would say. But even at that age, he is still a fantastic blocker. You are not going to find a better oh, yeah. blocking tight end than Mercedes Lewis. Yeah. Uh, so you might want to find somebody younger to Kittle. get ready for Shut up. Shut Kittle. up. I don't want to hear it. I'm showing my bias <laughs> right now. Let's get a Bears fan reaction to uh, I don't want to hear it. And then the picks. The Negative Packers. 20. Uh, wait, 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 wait. They have a first round pick, 15th overall, second round, 46th overall, one third, one fourth, two fifths, and then they have one, two, three, four, five seventh round picks. Damn. If, looking at it, if Rashawn Gary, if his injury and everything comes back good, the Packers want him. The GM wants him. Bad. Oh, yeah. Gary's a great piece in that defense. Yeah. It's all going to depend on how he recovers from that injury. Quay Walker, you just get, Quay Walker, you just got to teach him you don't push the fucking athletic trainer, especially after a guy goes not. into cardiac arrest. And then he'll be fine. He'll be fine after that. Yeah. Um, Wait, that happened? The fuck? Yeah. No, like, yeah, Quay, he yeah. an athletic trainer. No, in the, was, in uh, the Lions game. He's a hothead. Oh. He's a hothead, and he needs to get it fixed. I think the yeah. Packers have to... Adjust his contract. Like the number one thing. You can see like Matt screaming on the sideline. Like the fuck are you doing? Yeah, (laughs) but like here's the thing with Quay Walker is like it's not just you know the NFL is going to do something about it, right? But the Packers had to adjust his contract, saying, "Hey, um, putting this into a fan perspective, stop being a fucking idiot, okay? (laughs) Play the fucking game of football. (laughs) Stop being an idiot because you are a great player." If you stop being an idiot, you're going to be looked at as a great player. But if you keep doing the stupid fucking shit you're doing, you're going to be hated. You're going to become a... Yeah. What the fuck's his name from the Bengals? You want to be a player with character issues? You go to Dallas. You don't go to Green Bay for... Oh, my. <laughs> what, the fuck's his, what the fuck's his name from the Bengals? we got to find Montez someone's fucking perfect. Money. Yeah, perfect. Perfect, yeah. You're going to end up being a perfect... Well, Montez Perfect also tried to kill people and turned Antonio Brown into a... Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, but also Clay Walker is going to push himself that way if he doesn't be careful. Montez Perfect and Lawrence Taylor would have been best friends. Yeah, if he played like the 70s and 80s when you could headhunt quarterbacks and wide receivers, he would have been great. But he's not in that era. era, And no wonder he's out of the league for it. Let's talk about my uh, favorite boy, A.J. Dillon. (laughs) We need to talk about about Roger. What? Is the yeah, for the second year in a row, they oh, trade rumors circling <laughs> with Rodgers going to either Las Vegas or New York. If if a trade does occur, Gorlami, hypothetical, if a trade does occur, where do you see him going? Jets, I, I yeah, I have to agree. I, I could see it. Jets, follow, 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 I don't want to, I don't, yeah, yeah don't. I, <sighs> he's so much like Favre. In yeah. ways that you wouldn't expect him to be like far. Following far, you know what that Following means, though. Far that means in like, yeah. <laughs> he goes to the fucking Vikings. Jelani, I'm going. 
Yeah, Shut two up. three years, it's going to be I out with don't. the old Kirk Cousins and in with the Rodgers, and they're going to be in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, and then Jordan Love's going to win one Super Yoo-hoo. Bowl and then Big not do it again. You got to win one Super Bowl, still ha- hold your team hostage for 13 years, and then go play, play in somewhere like Be a Minnesota. fucking bully, Jordan Love. See what happens. I'll come to your fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come to your house with a side say Stop okay, being a bully. So if certain... Oh, I was gonna say at a certain point you gotta you gotta see if Jordan loves your guy. I mean, like, yeah. Either not, you can okay, discount double check his ass out of In the games, in the games she was in, he played good. I think he deserves a chance. If Rogers gets signed again, we lose love, we lose that potential. At the same that time, is, yeah, I think you need to move on. The entirety of what you are targeting yeah, they do. in your off season is going to depend on what happens with Rogers. Because if he stays, you're not in rebuild mode. If he leaves, you're in full rebuild. That means it is a yeah. fire sale. I'm okay with that. You are getting rid of Bakhtiari. No you're getting rid of Clark. You're getting rid of Gary. You're getting rid of Alexander. You're getting rid of look, Campbell. Look, you're getting rid I of mean, Darnell Savage. The thing, you know. the thing I got to look Whoa. at is like, as a Packers fan, I was born in the era where the Packers were fucking good. Like, playoffs here and there. We miss it every now and, and then. Trash. But And you were getting on me for yeah. the, as a Patriots fan thing. Then you win the Super Bowl, then you choke in the NFC Championship, and 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 then you get choked Hey, but guess what? Guess what? How many times have the Bears been in the NFC Championship, all right? I'm a Bengals fan, and we've been to a Super Bowl race more recently than your ass. Was that like 2000? Yeah, and what's your record in the Super Bowl? 0 oh, and three, but with Burrow, how many, it's be how many, how many, how many world championships do you have? Yeah, we still beat everybody. Yeah, yeah just but what's wait. been your current record in the playoffs? <laughs> we don't talk about that. We don't cheat to win our games. Oh, oh, it's getting spicy. I'm just staying out of it. I'm just staying out of it. I'm just looking ass. I'm just out of it. Just right, to be to like, lions. I just want to see the stupidity beams. All right, we are moving on now to the Detroit Dan Campbell, baby. How about them lines? How about them lines? They're not the same. Um, even though they didn't make the, they didn't really make the playoffs. They were very close. I would rank the Lions season probably about a five. They definitely improved the team. The city really so, gathered around them. I think they really uh, went well. The reason I wouldn't give them a seven, I would give them a seven. The T.J. Hawkinson trade. What the fuck? I don't understand. What was that? Yeah, that one what was, was that? Stupid. Nothing was released about. He's a problem in the locker room. He's doing this and that. They just he's just gone, and he no, was he's your a good, best, he's a, yeah. debatably your best receiving option. It's him or Amon Ross St. Brown, and they're kind of like this. They're right together. Why would you oh, trade? Yeah, then you trade a pen to a division rival, no less. I don't understand the move to this day. Hold on, didn't they get Can a I say lot this of draft capital? What, what? They did get. Draft. They started winning after that. Uh, that trade that is true. That is true. Yeah, so true, they were one and they were like one and seven. But is and getting rid of win, 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 win. I mean, there's probably it, something like, NCDC didn't like about him. Let's be honest, Coach. I don't want to chew people's kneecaps when they're on the you know floor in a pile. It's like <laughs> you got to do that right now, or you're off a team. You know, I don't know. And maybe they're thinking. I still can't decide if Dan Campbell's an actual head coach or just a, uh, a like a fucking a mo- motivational speaker that just moonlights as a WWE writer. <laughs> I mean, no, he's a good coach. Plus, plus, also one thing though for that, like I don't know if they were trying like when T.J. Hawkinson's contracts are coming up, they gotta make some room. I know it's not gonna be a lot, but want to have something else. 
because they could get another tight end. Yeah, that's true. Um, like, a couple things are a couple big names actually have on their releases as far as Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams is one they definitely need to resign. Um, yeah. But DJ Clark on a ten million dollar contract as rich free agent that's a let lock. Uh, Michael Brockers yeah. DT maybe a resign. Mike Hughes cornerback probably resign. Alex Anzoli as inside linebacker. Evan Brown, Chris Board, Josh Woods, Jared Davis. Deshaun Elliott, Nate Studfeld, Justin Jackson, Isaiah Bugs, Will Harris, Dan Skipper, Austin Bryant, Matt Nelson, John Kaminsky, Amane Arulier, Benito Jones, Tommy Kramer, Brock Wright, Scott uh, Daly, Anthony Pittman, and Bobby Price. Um, I would say the big ones you need to resign definitely are Jamal Williams. Mm. Um, I think that's the biggest one there, but and also maybe Mike Hughes and Brockers if you can get favorable deals there. Narco like, man himself. Yeah. Not not DJ Clark. Not DJ Clark. You have Amon Ross St. Brown draft wide receiver. They also might want to dra- let, let a linebacker go and draft a new one. I know uh, Noah Sewell is a li- Sewell, Panay Sewell's brother is a linebacker in this year's draft. Um, he could definitely be a fit for them. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a cool thing to have the Sewell brothers in the same team. I think that would be yeah. a definite boost to some of the chemistry there. Um, no, they have the I think sixth, they have the sixth overall pick and the eighteenth overall pick. Two first rounders. They have two second rounders, the 49th, the 56th, a third rounder, the 82nd, a fifth rounder, the 155th, and then two sixth rounders, the 184th and 195th. No sevenths. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing for them is uh, kind of shoring up that defense, giving Aiden Hutchinson some help, probably in the secondary, maybe another rusher along with them, and then maybe one more solid target on the offensive side. I think Jared Goff has played well enough that you can continue to move forward with him until he gives you a reason not to. And then they definitely still need, I think, another receiver to company alongside Amon Ross St. Brown to give him a little bit less of the constant pressure that he's getting from enemy teams. Riddle me this. The Bears have the first round pick. What if the Lions traded both their first rounders and a second rounder? In division? Are you crazy? Yeah, I don't see that happening. Why not? The no. Lions can get, can get their choices. No, the Lions could get their choices at six and eighteen. Oh, right. Yeah. And okay. also, they they're not worried about quarterback really? right now. No, they could probably. Jared yeah. Goff's coming off one of his better years, even though it's Jared yeah, Goff. They, it's Jared Goff on a good year. year too. They also yeah. drafted one last year too, so they could also maybe develop him rather than draft somebody else next year. That is true. Like the Lions aren't in a rebuild. They are no. They're, they're they're fi- I think they're finally ending their eternal rebuild. Yeah, I think they are. I like, agree. With you I there. think if they keep if they keep majority of what they got now, like with Dan Campbell at the head of it and everything, they're they're going to be a playoff team. At the I mean, least. they have if yeah. they resign yeah. Jamal Williams, which is a big thing. Keep him at running back. Yep. That's would be great. You have Saint Amon Ross Saint Brown. That's a great thing there. But you also need to add another receiver to alleviate some pressure there. Yeah, then, and we didn't see much of uh, their traffic. James I think, and Williams. Yeah. I think they need to really, line a little bit more. Uh, yeah, I would. I would not be surprised if pick six was a lineman. To pick eighteen was a defensive back. I, I was. Yeah. Thinking, I would see them like picking more of a quarterback at six. because I think they got uh, some. Uh, no, 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 no. They don't no. need it. Not right they now. Don't. Maybe next year. Goff hasn't given them a reason to do that. No, cornerback, not quarterback. Oh, oh cornerback. Yeah, a okay. defensive back at six? No, they'll be available by 18. That's Yeah. So you get you get like a D-line or like a yeah, line. I, I can see that going, but yeah. 
Are you you, seeing that, like, at six, you might get the offensive tackle out of um, Ohio State. I don't know. Is Penny Sewell mm-hmm. right or left tackle? I forget, right. honestly. Yeah, I so think then, you can technically play both. I don't care enough about Ohio State to pay attention. You don't know that. enough about the line thought, if you think you can play both. Both is they are I thought very was, different positions. Oh, I'm not thinking someone else. I'm thinking one's someone a else blind side, one's not the blind side. That's yeah, two different. Left sides. tackles are primarily pass blockers. Right tackles are run blockers. That's why Lyle Collins can bowl people over, but the second he gets bull rushed, he falls on his ass. Um, I guess because I heard something else then. Yeah. Um, but. I could definitely see them getting a good offense lineman at six and then a DB at 18. Um, maybe I try to see if that's that, that second round, get them some extra pass rush with Hutchinson because he developed great. Um, but the Lions are in a good position. They just need some, they're missing some puzzle pieces and they try to have to find the right pieces to put in. Yeah. They're, they're they young. They can be dangerous. Too. Yeah. Um, there's, oh, there you go. Hanay Sewell, right tackle, right in front of our eyes. Right. So then the left tackle. Yeah. And, yeah, they get they could get the left tackle of Ohio State, which everyone says is going to be a great guy. Uh, what's um, his name? Harris Johnson Jr. I think. As long um, as you get a guy that's not quite Walker, you're just sitting pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I think um, the only way that I could see the Lions drafting a quarterback is if they trade both their first round picks to the Bears, draft a quarterback no. high, and then send Goff for something. They get something for Goff. I, I just Without, don't see I don't, yeah, I don't, I, 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 don't trust, I see them the, trusting him. The probability for that is low because not only yeah, are they trading but, two first round picks to an in division rival, they're also the then problem. going, yeah, golf had a great season. See ya. Let's get CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. Hey, no. No. You gotta I, you gotta say, is golf gonna win you is is golf gonna win you championships in Detroit? I you gotta don't ask the good. with another weapon? Maybe. Goff has always been on that, like, Joe Flacco-esque, like, there could be a season where all of a sudden he is insane. But yes, then but the rest of the time, it's like, like eh. I don't Because remember, 20, 2017, they made it to playoffs with the Rams, with McVeigh as, like, yeah. rookie head coach. Yeah. And then 2018, they went to Super Bowl. And it's like, yeah. Jared Goff man. was that close to winning you a championship. That close. Yeah. And what got in the way but was the game Tom sucked. Brady's defense. And the game sucks, as we talked about two weeks ago. Yeah, I'm not, no, I don't no, was, uh, a fan of that win. I'll be honest. Yeah, no, uh, no, no I would be was. more ashamed of that halftime show. What was the halftime show that year? What was, was it? Maroon 5, five? and it was horrible. Oh, Maroon that was the Maroon 5, five one. Yeah, because everyone begged for the sweet victory, and they oh got and we got like We got five it. seconds of it just to be replaced with Sickle. Yeah. Ugh. Just, right. yeah, no, I just forget about that screwball, please. Ugh. Anyway, that covers the Lions. Again, their biggest Moving needs on are... to Minnesota. Yeah. Alright, uh, I'm going to disconnect for this part. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Uh-oh. Defense. They need defense. Minnesota's Minnesota's they need a new defensive grade. coordinator. I would say Minnesota's end of season grade was a f- a four. Yeah, they got in the playoffs. Nice. Yeah, they won the division, but at the Choke same time, the got choked to the Giants by the Giants. You got was, give you got you choked to a freaking redneck well, head coach, the, even more redneck than Campbell. That's the thing with the Vikings. Their playoff history either has them going deep in the old days or choking in the worst ways possible in the new days. And yeah, so but Brian Dable is not a redneck. That is a New Yorker. At the end. 
I know. Yeah, Brian Dable is a New Yorker. That man smells like Gabagol, okay? Also, like, thing is that with the Vikings, like, the year before, they were like 0 and 8 in one score games. And then next, no, they had they almost broke the record of comeback wins, yeah. beating the Bills. Oh, that Bills game was other, beautiful. Yeah, and then some other like teams. It's like, like you take uh, you take your best wide receiver out of the equation, and all of a sudden you like get molly walked by a struggling Packers team. Yeah. Justin Jefferson got well, shut I mean, down, but again, he I also won Offensive Aaron Player Rodgers. of the Year. He's insane. He got shut. He got shut down by Alexander. It doesn't matter. In one or two years, he's going to rejoin with you know Joe Burrow. It's going to be Joe Burrow, <laughs> Jamar Chase, and Justin Jefferson. No one's going to stop well, us. Here's the biggest problem for the Vikings: was that you their defensive coordinators, everybody. their defense sucked. Their defensive coordinator did not know oh, what yeah. he was doing. Like, and they have a great pass the rush. Biggest. They have a, they have two of the best pass rushers. Like. In the game, I don't, I don't, I don't know any two better pass rushers, because every team you think has a good pass rusher, they have one. Trey Hendrickson, one. Uh, um, uh, Cowboys, Micah Parsons, one guy. Max Crosby, one guy. T.J. Watt, one guy. They have both. Mm-hmm. Um, Rashawn Gary, right? No, no, no. Who are the two Packers? To Darius Tony. Yeah, and Smith. then Zarius Smith, and then who's the other guy? Oh, well, I can't remember his name. Can't remember it either. Zadarius Smith, and they were killing Rodgers that first game. That first There's game of the season? Smith. Nah, that they, doesn't sound right. Uh, I mean, they were killing Rodgers that first game. I thought it was... Look at the salary cap. Darius Smith, Daniel Hunter. Yep. Yep. Yeah. There it is. Those are two, like, insanely good edge rushers on the same team, which is phenomenal to have. That's instant pressure, basically. Um, Mm -hmm. They're free agents. Secondary was so ass. Yeah. Dalvin Tomlinson, defensive tackle. I don't know if that's a re signed. Patrick Patterson. Yes. Uh, Garrett. Garrett Bradbury, center. Yeah. Greg Joseph. Maybe Nick Mullins at quarterback, Chandon Sullivan at the cornerback, Irv Smith tight end, Jonathan Bullard D end, Austin Slotman guard, Andrew DePola long snapper, Andrew Mattinson running back, Ben Elson tight end, Oleodoa tackle, Chris Boyd corner, Olave Johnson wide receiver. So I would say definitely Patrick Patterson's a definite resign. Garrett Bradbury is a definite resign. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say your long snapper. Just, you know, if he's still willing to play, still looking good, yeah, keep him. And then Greg Joseph also, um, that was their starting kicker, I believe, who also he ended, up, ended up winning in the game when they were wearing their, their sperm uniforms. So, um, sperm. I think, yeah. They had an all-white helmet with the Vikings horns, so just like a sperm. Yeah, yeah. I've seen those. They so, yeah, I would definitely you know, re-sign him. Kickers are not super expensive, so that's fine. But, yeah, definitely re-sign Patrick Patterson. Then in free agency. Peterson. Or Peterson, sorry, yeah. In free agency, I think the biggest thing that they need to look for is um, they already have Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. That's pretty good. They have TJ Hawkinson. That's good as well. Their offense looks great. Maybe shore up the O-line a little bit if you need to. Um, if a big quarterback makes himself available, I would consider trading Kirk Cousins if you were sure you can get him. Because I think Kirk is a liability. 
Garoppolo Ooh, or space. Kirk Cousins? That calf space. Yeah. Big cap, yeah. Negative Who can play I didn't even notice the calf space. Holy shit. Who can play better in the pressure game? Yeah, so you don't have a lot to move with. So you might have to, you know, sell some things, which I don't know what they're going to do. We get rid of uh, Tomlinson to try and shore up the cap space. Uh, yeah. But even if they're trading, they're going to get hit by... Uh, they're gonna get a uh, cap hit too, unless to the other team wants to pay for Kirk Cousins' contract. Ooh. And they don't have many picks. Oh. Only one first round at twenty four, a round three at eighty eight, a round four at one twenty, and then two fifth rounds, one sixty one and one seventy eight. Yeah. So there's not a lot to move. You don't have a lot of breathing room, but something's got to be done. Yeah. Like if I were to rate like the teams, but like for an NC North teams, like in a good position. Detroit, I think it's going to be number one great position. Yes. Bears, maybe two or three. Packers and Minnesota is like in that weird, like. They're neck and uh, neck with each other. It depends on if the Packers, if the Packers keep Rodgers, I think they're neck and neck. If the Packers lose Rodgers, they're at the dead last in that division. Well, yeah, because if they lose Rodgers, they're in full rebuild mode. Oh, yeah. Everything goes. It's a fire sale. It's a yard sale. Everything's going <laughs> Stating facts, Gurlami. Yeah. The pain, the pain is right here. Yeah, <laughs> Gurlami might go into the darkness retreat, e.g., passing out on the floor. Let's just say that. Let's just say that drinking chart. It'll get extra dark blue from where I'm at. <laughs> just for me. Just for me. Not for anyone else. But, not for me. Yeah, uh, Minnesota me. is not in a bad position. It's just like. That secondary was shit. And so was Cousins. Cousins had some games where he was perk Cousins, and other games he was off the perk. Mm. Yeah. Percocet. And we do not like that. Molly Percocet. Yeah. I don't... I don't understand. I don't think Kirk Cousins is the answer, and I think something has to be done, but I don't know how you're going to get it done with a $36 million cap hit. That's Kirk Cousins' contract. Very true. Maybe, maybe some awesome. chains will help him. <laughs> Some what? ice on his, uh, some ice on his neck will help him. <laughs> yeah, what do you like that? So you like that, Kirk? You like you that? You that like that? Me. No, but I, I definitely think coming into free agency, like we've said, the best position to be in, I think, I think it's the Bears. They're in the best position with what they have um, available to do. Now, depending on what they do, they could end up being the same team and being in the bottom division, or they could end up being very good. Or uh, they could, you know, make a bunch of moves and sign a bunch of players and something could happen of it. Um, I definitely think the team, if a team from the NFC North is winning the Super Bowl, it's the Lions. They have the best overall roster and the most complete team, even if we're looking at the Vikings right now. Um, if you if you look at it in terms of we've got the best options here, take front office decisions out of it, it's the Bears. Take front yeah, office decisions in there. Bears are a little bit farther back. Yeah. They're not as bad as the Packers. But... A lot can happen in this division. You got a a uh, Green Bay team that doesn't know what they're doing with Rodgers. And a ton of stuff could be done there. You got a Lions team that's on the up and up that could be competing in the playoffs next year. Getting bullied have... by a diva. Yeah. And yeah. then you have <laughs> then you have the Vikings are just going through the Kirk Don't Cousins know. troubles. Don't know. And then the Bears who have picks and cap space. So there's a lot of options. 
the problem with Green Bay is like they're in the same position that Pittsburgh was in for the past couple of years, years before, mm. until they drafted Kenny Pickett, where they're like like Roethlisberger was holding them back. And so like until he retires but, or moves on, you're on. You're literally just well, gonna. That's be, a little different. But here's, the late, but here's the difference. Late Ben Roethlisberger had the arm strength of a grandma. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers can still throw a seventy-yard bomb on the dot. Also, the difference Matt with Canada. Green Bay is, is yeah. that front oh, office well, decisions are historically like been bad. Yeah, they have been. That's that's Green Bay's problem, <laughs> and I have to deal with it. Yeah, welcome yeah. to Wisconsin. Hey, Mama, what do you the reason, think the Bears? Yeah, the reason that they they drink so much. You know. The Bears are going to the Super Bowl. You keep this up, Bob, <laughs> yeah, in about four years. <laughs> Maybe when when the, the no. Arlington Stadium's built. No, I mean <laughs> uh, the, the only way your organization's going to heal is when Virginia McCaskey finally passes away and her idiot. Son the only way you guys are getting the Super Bowl is if you go into a time machine and get 1996 Michael Jordan on the team. That's the only <laughs> way. That is the only way, and you know damn well that's the only way. Bring back the '85 Bears, baby. We we just need Mike Ditka will carry you to greatness once again. We just need another uh, refrigerator. <laughs> I will say through. one more person. You need to put a dome more... on Soldier Field. That'll apparently fix all your problems. I will say <laughs> one more person makes a one more roast on the Packers, and uh, I might black out. <laughs> Darkness retreat. Darkness, Darkness retreat. You black out. Uh, I think. That's enough. There's other ways. <laughs> oh, here goes the whiskey shot. Oh, no. You want to that... cheers? All right, Mamba. What are you going right. to say, Mamba? Uh, cheers. Drink, so, um, cheers uh, to the Rangers. Water. You lost to the Sanders. Oh, what the fuck? You lost to the fucking Sanders, okay? Uh, I mean, yeah. We got to get Team Jello. Oh, girl, I'm in pain. That would hurt. <laughs> that, that looked like that was a mistake. <laughs> uh, you go right. to your darkness retreat now, okay, girl? Uh, Enjoy your dark. You'll be blacking out. That is the Football Stooges XFL Week Two wrap up, Week Three prediction, and the NFC North um, retrospective and look forward free agency report. I guess if you will, it's a long name. We're still what working on abbreviating it. So NFC North. So what division are we doing next week? Which... Yeah. Um. Well, for people that are still invested in it. We have AFC North here. We have AFC East there, AFC East. and then NFC East there. So we'll we'll pick one. We've done two. I'd out say of AFC eight, North so. if you want to stick with the the way we're going. But well, we also did AFC, AFC West last AFC, week, AFC, so. AFC NFC AFC NFC NFC. I finally just do NFC North South East West, but then you two were gone. So. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I had to uh, coach at the call center. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, for right. myself, sorry I, to, sorry I had to be on the big stage. For myself, for Mamba, for Macedon, for Kduff, and for Gorilami, thank you for tuning in the Football Stooges. We hope you enjoyed. Make sure to like the video, comment down any um, messages that you have. Oh, someone check real quick. Do you have any questions? Last video. Check it right now. Oh god. Uh-oh. Did we forget to do that? Uh-oh, if Muzzy's going to kill us. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Did, did, did Muzzy no, just Kate up at first. Just Kate up at first. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. Why on, our, on our YouTube page, uh, comment any uh, 
questions that you have that you might ask us, we'll be make sure we'll make sure to answer them as best we can. Um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I hope you guys will continue to enjoy the off-season festivities. The combine just happened. We had a D lineman run a like five second forty yard dash at three hundred and twenty five pounds. Um, Damn. <laughs> amazing uh but anyway um enjoy the festivities enjoy the xfl enjoy everything that's going on and run the damn ball have a good night hey guys